BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Live right here on a football Friday, it is hour number three on the early line. Sirius XM Channel 159 all across the Sports Grid Network. He is Donnie Wright side. I am Ben Stevens, our third and final hour here on this football Friday, our final hour of the week across the Spiz Grizz. DRS, we're going to continue to look at week 11 and the NFL Sunday slate, our pick six coming later on in this third hour. Every bet that we like up and down the Sunday slate in the National Football League. But it's already feast week, Donnie. The week before Thanksgiving, college basketball games starting around 11 a.m. Eastern time on this Friday. Some early picks and plays. Our best handicapper at the mid-major level, DRS, Dave Connolly, McDonald's Dave, who works behind the scenes here at the Spiz Grizz, already giving me some intel and info on this Friday morning. It's another Friday in the in-season tournament in the NBA. And Donnie right side is fired up. I am fired up and also talking about McDonald's and food feast week. It's about to be feast hour after this show is no done. So now I'm ready for the weekend. Let's get it popping. Donnie is feasting. Donnie is fasting. If you guys don't know this, it's why the energy yeah. is sky high for Mr. Yep. Right Side over there throughout all three hours each and every day here on TEL. It's why he pulls double duty, does pro football today, Monday night football edition, Thursday night football edition, Sunday pro football today to preview the slate. We are lucky to be in the presence of a man that has the energy to keep going all week long. DRS, we welcome in our Sports Grid Radio audience here. To hour number three of a football Friday live on the early line. Sirius XM channel 159. All of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the mix as well. He is Donnie Wrightside. I am Ben Stevens. So Donnie, week number 11 started last night in Baltimore. An AFC North divisional duel between the Bengals and the Ravens. The aftermath and the injuries we saw last night will have to be ironed out for a true picture of the postseason race in the AFC through the AFC North that not long ago, Donnie, we probably thought all four teams would be in playoff contention but with the injury status and the uncertainty around Joe Burrow and with Mark Andrews being out for the remainder of the year for the Ravens what exactly is this division going to look like the Ravens in that pole position eight and three they've been one of the best teams here Donnie through 11 weeks in the National Football League they have a two-game advantage in the win column over both Pittsburgh and Cleveland so Baltimore and Cincinnati got a started week 11 with a divisional duel in the AFC North. On Sunday, it's the same story in Cleveland between the Browns and the Steelers. But Cleveland will be going through the rest of this season without Deshaun Watson. So, Donnie, to end out hour number two, we asked the public, are the Browns still a playoff team without Deshaun? In most of the public at this moment, Donnie, about 59% saying no, Cleveland is going to miss the playoffs without Deshaun Watson as its starting quarterback. Yeah, correct. And we're going on from Deshaun Watson, who, again, basically had like one really good football game, and then he goes to IR, and who knows what we're going to get out of him next year. The one thing I do know is he had a decent performance a few day, a few games for P.J. Walker. Now we go to DTR as your quarterback moving forward. I don't think they beat the Steelers this weekend. So if you take a look at the upcoming schedule for the Cleveland Browns, it's not daunting, but it's also a sort of indictment here on the Cleveland Browns and what we're going to get out of them. I think they lose to the Steelers. They go on the road against the Broncos. Let's just say the Broncos beat 
the Minnesota Vikings this week. And again, as I said, the Browns will be on the road to go to the mile high to play them. Russell Wilson on a hot streak with them thinking they can make the playoffs. After that, it's the Los Angeles Rams who Matthew Stafford came back here. That's still a road game. The Jacksonville Jaguars trying to win the division to make the playoffs. That's a tough game. You might have a layup against the Bears. Then you're going to take on the Texans. Beginning of the season, awesome. We play the Texans late in the season. Not the case. They're fighting for your playoff spot as well, and that is a road game. The New York Jets, you said that should be an easy one. Aaron Rodgers is so crazy, he might just want to come back and play in that football game. (laughs) And that leaves you the Bengals at the end of the season, who also might be fighting for a playoff spot. It's too daunting of a task for me to ask a rookie quarterback to win the majority of those football games and make the playoffs. Therefore, Ben, it's a no for me. DRS, it's a no for me as well. I have said I bet the number yesterday. It was plus 142. Donnie, you asked the question, right? Following Thursday night football, your plan was a healthy Joe Burrow and Cincinnati lose outright in Baltimore in a great game between two of the better teams in the AFC, only solidifying in your mind, DRS, Baltimore being one of the true conference contenders on that side of the league, as you had felt since the beginning of the year, Baltimore, your Super pick back in the preseason but still believing in the Bengals bouncing back from an even five and five record not having a ton of margin of error but being able to win five or six of their final seven games and still being a playoff team in the AFC well with the uncertainty around Joe Burrow that playoff price Donnie is unbettable this morning I'm not just saying that as advice it's not available on the FanDuel Sportsbook so we can glean other things though Donnie in terms of market movement maybe not specifically on Cincinnati but the effect the Bengals lost last night in the injury uncertainty around Joey B on the rest of this division on the rest of the AFC playoff picture because Cleveland entering yesterday minus 176 still to make the postseason now it's minus 192 Pittsburgh's price Donnie in the low minus 120 area I believe now it's minus 168 as they get ready to face off against the Browns in Cleveland on Sunday so the other two AFC North teams in the hunt for a divisional title maybe but maybe probably more in the wild card chase Donnie their price is getting better following the Bengals loss last night Cleveland still minus 192 to make the postseason the Pittsburgh Steelers now the second best price in the AFC North at plus 430 the Baltimore Ravens at minus 180 Donnie it's not just a question of what the Browns are going to look like without Deshaun Watson it's who is the quarterback going to be here down the home stretch on Sunday Dorian Thompson Robinson gets the start for Cleveland he has made one start in his NFL career a day three fifth round draft pick this past April out of UCLA sensational in the preseason dismal in the regular season and that only career start against Baltimore week number four the Browns had no life offensively lost 28 to 3 DTR 19 to 36 for 121 pass yards three interceptions no touchdown tosses drs compare that to pj walker the numbers haven't been great one touchdown five interceptions but the browns are two and one in those football games that pj walker has played the majority they're also a two one and one uh a two oh and one against the spread record in those games donnie Yes, and you're trying to take a look at that division and you say, okay, who is, takes the biggest advantage? Well, I always thought the Ravens were going to win the division anyway, but it's got to be the Pittsburgh Steelers here. You saw Joe Burrow. We don't even know how long he's going to be out. So if you technically could say Joe Burrow could miss the rest of the remaining parts of the regular season and then also have Deshaun Watson do the same, the Steelers, I mean, they're not a great football team, but sometimes you can get the benefits along with playing a decent football schedule by not having other starting quarterbacks there. My goodness, the Pittsburgh Steelers could win 10 games this year and we're gonna go like how did they actually do that well injuries do help and as long as you stay healthy with your quarterback position you'll win those games pittsburgh wants to bring you into the mud it's where they thrive a small break from a football friday basketball next on tel sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like building grid scale solar energy in ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. We are live right here on this Friday. We take a break from football for the next two segments for some hardwood handicaps first in college hoops and then another Friday in the in-season tournament around the association. DRS, it is feast week. College basketball games on this Friday starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. That is less than an hour away. We've got some insights for those early games and we'll go around some more key matchups on this Friday night as well. DRS, the Gavit tip-off games continuing between the Big Ten and the Big East. And it's been a really disappointing start to the year for those in East Lansing. Michigan State just one and two through its first three games after being ranked fourth in the preseason AP Top 25. One win excusable against Duke in Chicago at the Champions Classic on Tuesday of this week. One win not so much, although James Madison is now a Top 25 team but they did lose to the Dukes at home in their season opener as a double digit favorite DRS MSU an eight and a half point favorite tonight against Butler the over under 139 and a half the Spartans have struggled mightily offensively Donnie in those opening halves especially what does Tom Izzo do to his team tonight will they come out strong from the jump the, the number says they should come out strong here, favored by close to double digits. But here's the tough part about early season handicapping in college basketball. Let's just take a look at Butler. And better than Ken, Ken Pomeroy here, 67th overall in the country, which is yeah. okay. But if we look at the three teams they beat, Eastern Michigan, Southeast Missouri State, and East Tennessee State, they're all bad ball clubs, Ben. 323, 340, and 284 respectively here on the rankings number. Keep in mind, there's what, 360 or so college basketball teams. But they're saying something about playing bad basketball teams and playing down to the level of competition that you've done. Butler hasn't done that. Eastern Michigan, 94-55. Southeast Missouri State, 91-56. East Tennessee State, 81-47. They played extremely well and really crushed those bad basketball teams. But now you're leveling up. You're going ahead in competition. You had three straight home games. Now you're going on the road for the first time, and you're probably going to face an angry Michigan State team. But in order for me to get on board with Michigan State and not just read the lines and say, hey, that's a Michigan State line, I need to see it happen here. I can't just say, well, Izzo's done it in the past and he'll eventually get these guys to round in the form they haven't looked all that good so i'll take the points in this game even though butler hasn't played a great schedule at least they've scored 81 91 and 94 i'll get a competent effort and i'll roll it out and say you know what i don't know if michigan state's there yet ben here's the thing right in these early season games when it's not power five or high major program versus high major program or whatever it might look like how do we evaluate teams and how they have performed based on expectation from the point spread that's the beautiful thing about what we do here with the odds butler is supposed to hammer insert x team here from the mid major level but can they do it by the 17 and a half points they were favored by Yes, so far, the Bulldogs under Thad Mata have been booked as a 16-point favorite or more in all three games, and they have covered in all three games. Michigan State yet to cover this year, 0-3 ATS, even as the three-and-a-half-point underdog against the Dukies on Tuesday night in the Windy City. The last two games for Michigan State under the two games they have played in regulation under. Donnie, for me... 
It's the idea of you want to bet on it based on what you have seen, but you want to bet on it early on based on expectation. If Michigan State is going to contend for the Big Ten title, as I assumed, they win by nine points tonight. Or maybe better yet, Donnie, they come out hot from the start. Not just Tyson Walker, but A.J. Hogard and Jaden Akins and Mati Sissoko not touching the basketball down low with a terrible offensive rating that he has this year. The offense starts strong for the Spartans in East Lansing. You could lay the four and a half in the opening half for Michigan State. Donnie, we've already seen tremendous regression for MSU. Nearly $2 added on to their final four price, plus 430 now becomes 6-1. to one. After the loss to James Madison, it was 18-1 to one for Michigan State to win a national championship. $3 back from that preseason price at plus 1500 Now after the loss to Duke, Donnie, being a 1-2 and two team for their first three games, 20-1. to one. Donnie, you talk about this part of the college basketball slate as silly season, are you concerned about Michigan State or if a team struggles at the jump? Or do you think they will find it during conference play into the new year starting in January? Well, it depends. It's easy. like opening night, you lose to what looks like maybe be a good basketball team from James Madison. Unforgivable, not necessarily. You get beat by the Duke Blue Devils. Congratulations. A lot of people are going to get beat by the Duke Blue Devils. But this is one of those games where you're facing one of those mid-level teams here in Division One in your own building. You lose this basketball game, there's real issues here because there's no more excuses that you can have. Hey, opening night, just to have a rotation down of the team played really good. And again, as I said, you play a really quality team in Duke. This is an okay team in Butler here. They beat you on your home court. Now I'm worried, Ben. Yeah, absolutely so. On the other end of that equation, Duke avoided the 1-2 and two start against Michigan State. They are 2-1. and one. They're only lost to the now third-ranked team in the country in Arizona. Back inside Cameron Indoor tonight, Duke a 34-and-a-half-point favorite against Bucknell. Bucknell, Donnie, has been booked as the underdog in all four of their games. They are 1-3 and three both straight up and against the spread as a dog. That's a big number. What do you do when you're looking to win by 35 points or more? Yeah, I think Duke's going to dunk on this basketball team. You take a look at Bucknell coming into it. If you're just using some assessment here through the first three games, oh, yeah, terrible on offense, Ben, terrible on defense. One and three through their first four. So normally you'd say to yourself, oh, hey, it's Bucknell. Who'd they play? Kansas on the road, UCLA, Duke, Arizona. No, Delaware, Penn, and LaSalle were their losses. And you want to say losses. This wasn't like, hey, man, a couple bad breaks, 59-58, 61-60. No, Delaware yeah. beat you by over 20. Penn just about beat beat you by 20. LaSalle beat you by 12. This team is going to get nuked at Duke tonight. DRS, a very intriguing game tonight at Villanova. Gavit tip-off games. Mm. The Wildcats after a loss to Penn earlier this week in a big five battle. Take on the Maryland Terrapins. If our boss, Greg Sussman, is listening, we do apologize. The Terps a five-and-a-half point underdog, Donnie, against Villanova on this Friday evening. That line working just a little bit. The over-under, 132-and-a-half. Villanova, Donnie, that one loss, okay against UPenn, Maryland is one and two. They beat Mount St. Mary's in their opening game of the year as a 20 and a half point favorite, only one by 15. They haven't scored more than 68 points. And Donnie, they lost two straight to Davidson outright as an 11 and a half point favorite and against UAB as a six point favorite against the Blazers. This could be disaster in year number two, Donnie, for Kevin Willard if they don't look good against Villanova tonight on the road. And in number two here for Kyle Neptune as well. You might be looking at this. This game should be told the buyout game. Loser, this one might actually get an early present for Christmas with a large buyout here. I'm going to trust Villanova only. Why? Because they're at home. That's it. That's all I got on Villanova of how poor of a season they might be anticipating if they lose a game like Maryland tonight. This is a tough scene out there because a lot of high expectations on Villanova, and rightfully so when yeah. Jay Wright was there, they would go up and smoke quickly. You lose to Penn and Maryland back-to-back -back here. I don't know if you can salvage the season there. And I, I say that a little bit tongue-in-cheek. There is a long way to go. But Villanova doesn't come right. in with the same cachet anymore than they did it with Jay Wright. You don't get the benefit of the doubt anymore in my eyes. But both teams have high expectations. Nova to get back atop the Big East. Maryland is one of the four best teams in the Big Ten. If they start one and three, 
It's going to be a disaster time in College Park. Elsewhere, DRS, Georgia and Miami under Jim Laranega. Coach L, Good of one. course, Miami has made two consecutively eights a Final Four team a year ago. A six-and-a-half-point favorite against Mike White's Bulldogs. DRS, what's the thought here? I'm going to take under the total. They're playing in the Bahamas at Baja Mar, which is an elite place to go and vacation. Both of these teams should just relax. Basketball secondary. Enjoy yourselves. You're still college kids. I still think Miami is better than just this six and a half point spread against Georgia. Are they playing the in a ballroom? I'm bank? seeing. I think so. On the beach? Is it on the beach? We know good people in Baja Mar. Maybe. Who knows? NBA in season tournament next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. The NBA in-season tournament back into our lives for the second time in the same week with the third straight Friday with the in-season tournament slate. 11 games around the association on this Friday night in the in-season tournament. I'm fired up, and you know Donnie Wrightside is fired up as well. DRS, 11 in-season tournament games around the association tonight in the NBA. Scale 1 to 10, my friend, what's the excitement like? Very excited for this game. So excited that I probably won't be tuning into any one of them. But we are here to break them down and get you ready for these games tonight. Get excited. Come on now. It's the NBA. That's season tournament. Fantastic. The NBA. We're great hardwood handicappers. Anybody could tell you that. Both Donnie and I all over Oklahoma City last night laying two and a half on the road in Golden State. Come on now. Easy, easy money. All right, DRS. Let's go to one of the final games of the night out in Los Angeles. Two teams that have done something six times in a row. Just very different ends of that spectrum. The Rockets, the hottest team in the Western Conference, Donnie. Houston. Yes, Houston has won six straight. The Clippers have lost six in a row, including all five games with James Harden as a member of their rotation. So a seven and a half point spread, Donnie, in favor of L.A.? What gives? Yeah, I'll tell you what gives here. I actually think the Clippers are going to get a victory and cover the spread unless they don't. My goodness, what is going to be the fallout here for the Clippers? Do changes have to be made immediately? Does it mean cutting Russell Westbrook, cutting James Harden at this point? Or, you know, you take a look at moving on from a superstar here sooner than the trade deadline Ask. Look, I know it's early. There's a long way to go in the NBA season. This team is way too talented to be underperforming like this. And I don't care how hot the Houston Rockets are at this point. Sooner or later, you're going to have to win a basketball game for the Clippers tonight is that night they win I'm not saying everything comes together and it's harmonious and James Harden is a plus 25 you know when you take a look at point scoring here for Russell Westbrook and everything works they will win they will cover this game tonight because if they don't I can't wait to see the fallout that's the only handicap on this game is sooner or later it has to work out sooner or later tonight is sooner than later 
James Harden said, wait till we get this whole thing figured out. Oh. Then it's going to be a very different story. Houston, Donnie, this year as an underdog, four and three, both straight up and against the spread. You saw five and a half on your screen in the graphic. I promise you, it is working hefty in favor of the Clippers tonight. Yep. Seven and a half is now that live number on the FanDuel Sportsbook. The Clippers have only covered once in this six-game skid. It was as a four-and-a-half-point dog against the Denver Nuggets a few nights ago. But, Donnie, they've been a favorite twice in this six-game losing skid. Five-and-a-half points, eight-and-a-half points. They've lost outright in both of those games. So here are the L.A. Clippers with James Harden, 0-5, a negative point differential of minus 46. They've only scored over 110 points once with the beard in the rotation. His plus minuses have been abysmal. He's only averaging 15 points per game. Donnie, it might work tonight against the Houston Rockets, right? Snapping that six-game skid yeah. that they've had, ending the Rockets' six-game win streak. But again, I don't think by anything that you can see so far or tonight, you could feel even slightly optimistic the Clippers are a true contender out West. No, it, 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 I don't think it's going to be that way. And also, we, we knew how talented they would be, Ben, once they made these acquisitions here. But at the same time, we know the MO of these players, not getting to the highest level. Outside of Kawhi Leonard when he played in Toronto that one year, nobody on that basketball team knows how to win championships here. And we'll even see if they're healthy enough by it's all said and done. But quite frankly, do we even know if it's going to get past the trade deadline with all of these players on this basketball team? And tonight might go a long way to say either we're going to ride this out or not. The one thing I do like a little bit here, James Harden's three-point yeah. prop tonight, two and a half at the FanDuel Sportsbook. That's a plus 250 number. If Harden is talking, and again, he's the one that's on center stage right now, right? Westbrook was already there. You know, Paul George has already been there. Kawhi Leonard is there. We're looking right now at the failure, not for all of these losses beyond anybody else but James Harden, which I love that narrative. Sooner or later, he's going to have to have a big game tonight. And if it only means dropping three three-point shots at a plus 150 price, I'll bet on that. Yeah. DRS, the LA Clippers, I believe this is going to be their third game in the NBA in-season tournament against their group. You only get four in-group play. They lost to the Nuggets on Tuesday. They lost last Friday against the Dallas Mavericks by 18 points. If the Clippers want to get to Las Vegas, you know James Harden does, they got to turn things around very quickly here in group action in the NBA in-season tournament. They did lose in Denver on Tuesday night, Donnie, but did cover as a four-and-a-half point underdog, only losing by three. The Nuggets won that game. They've won a ton of games so far this year as the defending title winners in the NBA. They have the best record alongside the Boston Celtics, both teams nine and two. Denver on the road tonight in the Big Easy, a five and a half point spread, Donnie right side, in favor of the Nugs. Let's see what the Nuggets can do here. Oh, I don't know. Is Nicole Jokic going to play? Yeah, that's good enough for me here for a victory. And also, if you're looking at that triple-double market as I'm scanning through the FanDuel Sportsbook yeah. here, let me see what we got here for the big man. Oh, Nicole Jokic, you're actually getting a plus money, plus 150 on the triple-double tonight. No doubt in my mind, if I'm going to have Jokic and the games mean something, which means he can add another trophy to the mantle, yeah, I'm going with Nicole yeah. Jokic and the Denver Nuggets every single chance I get. DRS, the Pels did snap a five-game skid in in-season tournament action on Tuesday against the Dallas Mavericks as a three-and-a-half-point underdog. New Orleans won outright, 131-110. That was big because the vibes are bad already in the Big Easy. Not what you want yeah. right now with Zion Williamson for New Orleans. Denver has been booked as a favorite in every game this year. A 9-2 and straight-up record, just 5-6 and six ATS, only 1-3 and three against the spread away from the Mile High City. They're just two and two straight up. Both losses this year for Denver on the road as well. All right, next up, courtesy to our producers here, DRS, not just telling us it's in-season tournament games, but when you see this next graphic and the game board, Group A action between the Phoenix Suns and the Utah Jazz tonight out in Salt Lake. Phoenix a five and a half point favorite. The over under 237 and a half. Donnie projected starting lineups is Bradley Beal yeah. going to play tonight alongside Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. 
No, it doesn't look like it. We got Booker, Gordon, Allen, Durant, and Nurkic here. So maybe yet another. Oh. Hey, look, maybe by May, Ben, we'll get the big three together maybe. where they can have some fun and play basketball. But apparently that's not going to be the yeah. cards. But the one thing that is, Devin Booker played 26 minutes last game and it really filled it up. He's probably not going to be as much of a minutes restriction in this game looking played closer right. at least 30 minutes. He should be able to fill up the bucket along with Kevin Durant. I'm going to stay with Phoenix here. I really liked what I saw against the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think it can continue against the Utah Jazz. I'll lay the number on the road with the Phoenix Suns. The Suns still below 500 despite the win the other night without Bradley Beal in the lineup. Five mm -hmm. and six, the mark for Phoenix. Both KD and D-Book added in 31 points. The Utah Jazz, four and seven this year, but they have one, two straight. Keep an eye, DRS, on Laurie Marketing and his three points prop tonight. Three and a half, the over has the plus money, a number that he had been over in five of the last seven for Utah here in the month of November. In the vault in the games where he was under he had three against indiana three of five even in the last game donnie a 16 point win against portland he was two for nine that was in the in-season tournament on tuesday a big 16 point win for the jazz marketing still finished with 21 points so from group a action out in the western conference to a group c clash out in the eastern conference the boston celtics a nine and two mark this year donnie tied for the best alongside those denver nuggets around the association seven and a half points is the spread in favor of the celtics tonight on the road in the great white north donnie a big number boston has been booked as a favorite in all 11 games this year they are six three and two ats will they cover tonight and get a victory on the road in toronto yeah, we're handicapping this game in the morning. There's a lot of moving parts here that are probably going to take place here for the Boston yep. Celtics. You saw them beat the Philadelphia 76ers without Porzingis and also Brown in that basketball game. It looks like we're looking and anticipating they're going to play in this one, but checking out the FanDuel Sportsbook, even in just the three-point market here, not getting any props here listed for either one of those players. That's a pretty heavy number. So if I'm going to say to myself, maybe Porzingis and or Brown might miss this basketball game, or maybe both of them, in the morning, I'll lean towards the Raptors in this game, getting the points at home. The Raptors just three and four against the spread this year as an underdog. Of course, we did not see, as Donnie mentioned, either Jalen Brown or Kristaps Porzingis out there earlier this week against the Philadelphia 76ers. That was on Wednesday, not an in-season tournament game. Philadelphia, though, did play on Tuesday their second in-season tournament game, Donnie, this week in a span of just four days. In fact, three games in four days overall for Philadelphia. The Sixers getting ready to visit Atlanta tonight. They're a slight underdog. Getting a point on the spread. It's minus 104 on the money line now for Philly. Minus 116 on the other side. Live and updated on the FanDuel Sportsbook for the Atlanta Hawks. The over-under, 236. Donnie, in the game against Boston, JoJo played. Tyrese Maxey played. We expect them to play in an in-season tournament game tonight. All five starters for the Sixers scored at least 16 points or more. It's just that Embiid and Maxey capped out at 20. When you give me them as a slight underdog tonight in Atlanta, if at full health, which is what we'd expect with the added incentive in an in-season tournament game, Donnie, I'll take the Sixers outright. Yeah, Sixers going to win this basketball game. And also, take a look at the game before playing back-to-back -back where Joel Embiid at 20 points, 39, 37, and 33. The FanDuel Sportsbook has Joel Embiid listed at a 32.5 points prop. I'm going to the over. We go nuke mode on Joel Embiid in this game. Nuke mode from Donnie right side. NBA in-season tournament action. The third mm -hmm. consecutive Friday that we have seen it. Again, in-group play you only get four games. A lot of teams in the in-season tournament tonight this will be their third out of four games in group play. We will give you our pick six for the NFL Sunday slate in week number 11 on the other side of the break here on SportsGrid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Week 11, an NFL Sunday on the horizon in just two days. Here on this Football Friday, on the early line, we give you our pick six for week 11. A reminder, what the pick six is, our favorite bets, and a variety of categories around a Sunday slate. Our favorite touchdown score, anytime TD price. A money line underdog we think might strike the outright upset. Our favorite under of the weekend, an alternate line that has a little plus money that looks intriguing. Our favorite yards prop of the Sunday slate. And then Donnie Wright side and myself, Ben Stevens, combined forces to find a two-leg six-point teaser for the Sunday slate. Donnie Wright side, get us going with your favorite anytime touchdown price for this upcoming Sunday slate. Our long national nightmare will be over by the end of play on Sunday, Ben. And you know what I'm talking about? The Dallas yeah. Cowboys. They're going to win a football easily, a football game easily on Sunday against the Carolina Panthers. Maybe Rico Dowdle gets in the end zone. Maybe CeeDee Lamb. Maybe Ferguson. Maybe Dak runs one in as well. But I do think there is a call to arms for action here for Tony Pollard to stop being embarrassed on a week-to-week basis where everybody, and I mean everybody, scores but him. He used to be priced, Ben, minus 160, minus 170, minus yep. 190, minus 210, because you figure if the Cowboys are going to put up four touchdowns in any certain game, Tony Pollard is the lead back. He will be eating. He hasn't been eating much since week number one. Look at the price point here this weekend. A minus 120 at the FanDuel Sportsbook for Tony Pollard to score a touchdown. Yeah. I thought he would score last week. He didn't. But I'm telling you right now, Word gets around like, hey, we're embarrassing a guy we're going to need in order to win a championship if we can get that far. Tony Pollard will score this weekend, maybe even multiple touchdowns. I'll just take him for one at a minus 120 price. DRS, two tutties in the week one blowout victory, 40 zip over the New York Giants. In the eight games since then for Dallas, a goose egg, zilch, zero, zip. For Tony Pollard. And Donnie, the last four weeks, he has had at least 13 touches and oftentimes a lot more than that, yeah. both in rushing attempts and in targets out of the backfield. The volume is still there. Donnie, you and other fantasy owners of Tony Pollard probably screaming when you see the Cowboys score 49 points against the Giants and Tony Pollard couldn't find the end zone. They scored 43 two weeks ago against the LA Rams. Still couldn't find the end zone. Donnie, I think it's a really good handicap because minus 120, pretty palatable in terms of the juice you pay for somebody that should, as a key component of their offense, be finding pay dirt. I look at the same kind of thing for Cooper Cup. Donnie, remember his prices in 2021? I know it's been a long time since 2021 when the Rams were better as a team, winning the Super Bowl, when Cooper Cup was healthier as the triple crown winner, and Matthew Stafford mainly was healthier as well. But you remember those prices when he led the NFL in receiving touchdowns in 2021 with 16 in the regular season? Minus 165, minus 175, up close to minus two bills for Cooper Cup to score a touchdown. This year, only one touchdown for Cooper. It came in a second game back against Arizona. That was the only win for the Rams in the five games Cooper Cup has played in this season. Now, he's played in a few the last few weeks without a healthy Matthew Stafford. Of course, we know what that connection is like. He had five touchdowns, Donnie, in the eight games that he played last year. Again, 16 in the regular season in 2021. Well, Matthew Stafford 
is back this week. We hope he remains healthy. We showed you the pick and price virtually on Sunday in SoFi between the Rams and the Seahawks. And again, the only game the Rams have won of the five Cooper Cup has played in came in a win when Cooper Cup found the end zone. I expect the same, Donnie, against the Seahawks on Sunday. Cooper Cup, anytime TD price, minus 105. Yeah, level up, man. We're not dealing with any bums at quarterback. No more ripping back there. Let's go. It's Matthew oh. Stafford. It's still Sean McVay calling the plays. Those two are going to target one, or should I say, Matthew Stafford, at least 10 targets here for Cooper Cup. You know he is a red zone threat, and that secondary is vulnerable here for the Seattle Seahawks. I think it's a pretty good look here. And certainly, I, I if I'm betting Cooper Cup this weekend, you might as well just do the yeah. triple option, right, for himself. So you, have, you have the catches, you have the yards, and the touchdown here. I think yeah. it happens. Yep. Yeah, completely agree. 81 and a half, that receiving yards number. Yeah. Four cup against the Seahawks yep. secondary on Sunday. Money line underdog, Donnie. Who strikes that outright upset? I'm keeping it simple. Never would have went to this football game, even though I am rooting on the Pittsburgh Steelers here. I have a ticket for them in the Super Bowl. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. I just want them to get to the playoffs. And I love the fact that P.J. Walker was not starting this weekend against the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah. and it's Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Fantastic, because why? I think the Pittsburgh Steelers have a legitimate chance to win this game, and rightfully so. The odds makers placing it anywhere between one, one and a half, two, depending on where you're shopping at. But I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers here at the FanDuel Sportsbook, a plus 104 price. The only time I saw Dorian Thompson-Robinson in a regular season game, he was pathetic. And somehow, yeah. this game is going to be won in a mud-slinging contest similar to Iowa and Northwestern. I'll take the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I have more faith in Kenny Pickett than I do DTR right now. Look at the game odds. 32 and a half is the over-under. That's where Pittsburgh wants you in their torture yeah. chamber yeah. to beat you 14 to 13. And that's all Donnie Wright's side needs. I'm surprised, Donnie. The Steelers are still the money line underdog, where I yeah. think they could end up as the slight underdog come Sunday, but maybe it's minus 112 Cleveland money line, minus 104 Pittsburgh money line. Still technically that underdog. Donnie, we know how good Pittsburgh is as an underdog under Mike Tomlin. 46 and 46 straight up since the start of 2007. This is now year number 17 with Tomlin as the head coach in the Steel City. This year, Pittsburgh as a dog, both 4 and 2 straight up and against the spread. I love the look there. Donnie, I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings as my money line underdog. I'm believing in Joshua Dobbs on this five-game win streak. I'm believing in the Minnesota Vikings. And although Denver has played a lot better as the favorite this year, Donnie, just one and three ATS. I expect Minnesota to go into mile high on Sunday and win outright on this five game win streak. The Vikings have been an underdog or a pick em price three times. Of course, it has been an outright victory all three times. I'm going to be singing Creed. I'm going to be singing higher. One last breath. Anything that I need to cash a money line Minnesota ticket on Sunday night alongside Joshua Dobbs. Yeah, you might be looking at comeback player of the year in Joshua Dobbs. And the joke is coming back from what? I don't know, being a bad football player. What? That tends to win awards, awards in these markets here. And also some coach of yeah. the year honors there for Minnesota as well. That would be a wild scene for them to win six straight games. Never would have seen that coming. Yeah. And then you start talking about like, ooh, can they catch the Detroit Lions here in that spot? I think Denver is going to win that football game. But again, both of these teams yeah. coming and playing good football. Didn't think I'd be saying that just a few weeks ago. Yeah, a good Sunday night football game with a two-and-a-half-point spread in a Sunday slate with 12 NFL games, Donnie, when seven of the 12 have a touchdown spread or greater. Your favorite under of the weekend is where and what? Yeah, we're going to go into a divisional battle, Tennessee and Jacksonville. Stated it earlier, I think Jacksonville is going to win this football game. I think Tennessee can keep it close. But also, Tennessee's mode of victory here is not going to be let's air it out all game long. If you watch Tennessee Titans games here, and quite frankly over the past couple of years with Ryan Tannehill, it's not a high wire act. And so many times they are taking that play clock all the way down to one and then snapping the football and handing it off to their big running back, Derrick Henry, in the backfield for even yeah. more clock-chewing drives here. I don't know what I'm going to get out of this game, but I know I'm not going to get a high-scoring one. I'll lean on the under 40 and a half in this game for my under of the week, Ben. 
Yeah, I think it's a pretty good look, DRS. I really do. When you look at that total, I'm going Tampa Bay team total under 14 and a half. The Buccaneers are an 11 and a Ooh. half point favorite right. against the San Francisco 49ers, which means they're expected to lose the football game and lose it pretty comfortably. In three of their five losses, Donnie, they have been under this team total of 14 and a half. Not only did San Francisco six wins, have they covered five times and scored 30 plus in all six. Donnie, in four of the six wins, the Niners defense has also stood at holding their opponent to under this team total of 14 and a half points and I think that was maybe even more impressive to me last week Donnie than what the Niners did offensively having Chase Young up front with some questions about a 49ers defense entering that game against Jacksonville to hold the Jags to only three points that's my favorite under of the weekend alt line a couple of big spread games getting even bigger for Donnie Wright side and myself DRS where's your attention Dallas struggles against good football teams. Dallas cremates bad football teams. The Carolina yeah. Panthers may be the worst team in the NFL for me outside of the New York Giants as assembled right now. So if Dallas is going to win by 10.5 points, I'm going to press that one up to 13.5 and, and take the plus money on my side. Tony Pollard, yes, going to get in the end zone. But then again, Cooks will be in the end zone. On the opposite, CeeDee Lamb will be in the end zone. Ferguson, da- every- Mike McCarthy might even get in there for a snap there for a quarterback yeah. sneak to get into the end zone. <laughs> Dallas is going to pummel the Carolina Panthers. I'll lay the extra here on the alt line by two touchdowns. Yep. Give me that plus money back there on the Dallas Cowboys. Donnie, DR, uh, when you look at Dallas this year, six and three straight up and six and three against Mashington. the spread, they have covered in all six wins. So if they win the football game following the trends of this year, mm-hmm. they are going to cover as a 10 and a half point favorite. And why not just make it two touchdowns? They've also gone over in six of their nine games this year. Might we see some points against a Panthers defense that leaves a little bit to be desired at certain points? Donnie, it's now or never for the Buffalo Bills. You don't just beat the New York Jets by three this weekend. You hammer the New York Jets. If the Buffalo Bills are who we thought they were, to quote Dennis Green, then the Buffalo Bills are going to win this game by 10 points. The Buffalo Bills are going to remind people why they are an AFC contender. If they don't, Donnie, if they don't cover as a touchdown favorite at home against the Jets, if they don't cover now this alt line of minus nine and a half at plus 118, I'm done with Buffalo. It's put up or shut up time. It's prove it territory on Sunday. Not just an outright win, which people are going to tell you is the only thing that counts. It's Buffalo covering as a seven-point favorite. It's Buffalo winning by double digits and making a statement on Sunday. Yes, and they should be able to make a statement. I've said it multiple times. On Sunday, when we get to the Pro Football Today show, I am going to be betting Josh Allen's running props this weekend. Anytime touchdown and also over his rushing prop total because I do think when it all lands on the quarterback, he does everything he can to will his team to victory. They need a victory. He'll be the catalyst. He's going to have a good day today on that that Sunday. DRS yards props times right now. The Miami Dolphins fresh off a bye playing a team that's 500 or worse has been beneficial for the Finns offensively this year. What's the look? He had to double check to see if Tyree kills 95 and a half was only a first half wager here because that's how much I think <laughs> he is going to go off on Sunday. 100 yards plus here for Tyree Kill. Of course, the number at the FanDuel Sportsbook is 95 and a half. He has a monster day against that bad secondary for the Vegas Raiders. DRS, my favorite yards prop, Sam Howell, over 251 and a half passing yards against the New York yeah, Giants. You're telling me yeah. the league's leading passer has a 250 passing yards prop? He's thrown for 312 each of the last three weeks, eight touchdowns, two INTs. Surely only had 249 against the Giants on October 22nd. But Dak put up 404 last week. The Giants' defense was pretty good earlier in the year. Now they can't do anything because of how putrid the offense is on the other side. Over 251 and a half for the league's leading passer in Sam Howell. Teaser spots for me, Donnie. Bring the Pittsburgh Steelers up from the one and a half point number through two key numbers of three and seven. A seven and a half point dog against the Cleveland Browns. By the way, quick look on your Washington pick with how the enemy is coaching to be the head coach next year. That offense no is going to do everything it can to put him in the best position. I like that look, which also leads me to Arizona. Can get a 10 and a half. Yes, Houston may win this football game, but are they ready for all the pressure? I'll take Arizona with the points. It's a good look for the cards. Five and five against the spread in underdog in all 10 games. A best bet up next here on PEL. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. A football Friday comes to a close, as does this week together live right here on the early line on SportsGrid. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wrightside. But what never leaves you, not even for a weekend, that is the SportsGrid app, the ultimate sports betting companion app available for download at both the Apple and the Play Store. Scan the QR code on your screen in a matter of moments. All of our insight and information in the palm of your hand. So DRS, we gave people a huge pick six for the NFL week 11 Sunday slate but now they need one final thing from us before we say farewell and goodbye for the weekend it is time for a best bet it is time for bye 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 DRS what is the best bet on this Friday I just tipped my hand a few moments ago here on Joel Embiid. Look, if he's not on the back-to-back, you are going to get the best performance possible out of the big man here. And maybe another MVP run this year. But they got a big in-game or in-season, whatever tournament you want to call it here. Joel Embiid's going to take it serious tonight. The FanDuel Sportsbook has his his points listed at 32.5. We're going over the total. Joel Embiid has been a very good friend to the program, cashing these tickets. I look forward to getting paid because why? Friday is payday, and Joel's going to provide that for us after the Sixers won eight straight Donnie they have dropped two in a row including on Mm -hmm. Tuesday at home as a favorite against the Pacers in the in-season tournament a big bounce back expected tonight out of Jojo the reigning MVP DRS college basketball starts in literally a minute 11 a.m. Eastern time on this feast week on this Friday at 11 30 a.m. Eastern time what a showdown we have between Vermont the Catamounts a three and a half point favorite against St. Louis the Billikens. Now, the Billikens won yesterday, but their leading score in the game, their best scoring output all year, Sincere Parker now out. He had 22 points. My man, McDonald's Dave, giving me the heads up on that. Vermont, Donnie, now up to a four and a half point favorite. Lay it with UVM. A huge comeback yesterday. Donnie and I wish you a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday at 8 a.m. Eastern. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.